Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1735 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. And we have a free eight-day goals course for you, Fire Nation, freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused. Now, let's chat with today's featured guest, Rob Kelly. Rob, are you prepared to ignite? I'm already on fire, John. Yes. Rob loves business. He's a four-time CEO who attended his first board meeting at 16. He interviewed Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, we'll have to talk about that later, and authored the book, An Enlightened Entrepreneur. He recently led Hot Topic Media slash Double Year Dating with Eben Pagan, past EO Fire guest, and currently reinvents the job ad. Rob, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. You know, it all dates back to my dad. He taught me how to love business. Uh, He was fortunate enough to go to Columbia uh, right after Warren Buffett and shared the same mentor as him. So I grew up on Buffettisms back when Buffett, if if you mentioned Warren Buffett and that's what you were into, you'd get your ass kicked in school (laughs) because he was not cool back then. He was not known as a billionaire, but, you know, secretly my dad knew he was going to do real well. And he said, listen to this guy, you know, um, you don't have to listen to me, but uh, listen to what Warren Buffett's doing Mm -hmm. because they shared this Ben Graham mentor together. And that set me on a journey of loving business, treating it like a game. Um, I, I just you know, when I go on vacation, I'm still in business mode because I'm passionate about it. I just love it. I think it can be enjoyable and should be for everyone. Love it all in Fire Nation. We're going to be going back into Rob's journey in just a little bit here. But first and foremost, Rob, today, 2017, what would you say is your area of expertise? You know, I like to use the analogy, uh, you know, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner yeah. now. Totally. As she is known as, but back when when she was he and Bruce Jenner, you know, he was uh, famous for, when I was growing up, he was famous for being an Olympic decathlete, which meant he was the best athlete in the world. And that's, you know, that, that was kind of the definition of the decathlon and, and the winner of it. And I always like to think of that with business and myself, which is you have to be good at a number of things, but you don't have to be the best. So the decathlons, you know, 10 events in the Olympics, you know, pole vault and running and shot put and all that stuff. Uh, You know how many events he won out of those 10? Nine. He won one. What? First place in one. So, you know, he got second and third here and there and seventh and eighth. But, you know, he was competing against dozens of athletes. Yeah. And, And, you know, we're as entrepreneurs, we're athletes. You know, let's uh, let's not deny that. I mean, this is you have to be athletic to be an entrepreneur. I don't mean physically. I mean, the whole thing, physically, mentally, spiritually. So I always like to think of Bruce now, Caitlin and, and, and winning the decathlon in 1976 in the Olympics. And, you know, you need as a good entrepreneur, as a great entrepreneur, you need to be pretty good, but not the best at a number of things. Uh, and I've got, you know, you don't, it doesn't have to be 10, by the way. I've got a few if you want. Uh, we can share that whenever you're ready. Yeah, let's go through a couple. And I think that's super cool, you know, about how you don't have to come first place in everything, Fire Nation. In fact, if you try to do that, you're probably going to fail at the whole shebang. So it's, it's all about the consistency. It's all about doing good in those things to get that overall score. Now, Rob, take us through a couple of those. Yeah, and if we had time, we could probably, you and I could rattle off 10 and then some. But to me, there's three that I think it boils down to, that if you nailed these three and you were above average, then you're going to be super successful. So the first one's selling. 
And I love this one because sales is a, is a bad word to some people. It was to me. I used to be an editor, a journalist. That's when I first got to meet Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, a bunch of other folks. And I used to be on the editorial side. The sales side was the dark side. That was like, you know, you'd see the head of sales was like seeing Darth Vader walking down the hallways. And But I learned over time, you got to Selling's what makes the business. No sales, no bid. I wouldn't have a job as an editor. So I think selling is is super important. I like to replace the word selling too for those who have any weirdness about it with things like sharing, teaching, you know, showing um, instead of just selling. Because let's face it, if you are passionate about something, you could sell anything, and so you can also replace it just with passion. And you know, to sell well, you need you need to get clients, you need to get investors. These are all things that need sales skills. So I think a a number one, you just got to be super good at at selling, and that means that if you're not a natural salesperson, you must be going after something you're passionate about, because otherwise you're not going to be able to sell it. No one can. You know, Steve Jobs said that you'd give up if any sane person would give up if they keep failing. It's like so if you're passionate, it keeps you going. So it's number one um, and gives you, by the way, if you keep selling, gives you that ignition. Mm. Are, you re- are you ready to ignite, John? <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> yeah. You know, the ignition is that passion that keeps you going. And so I, I really believe in that and, and sales being, uh, um, being a top three there. Number two, and this was specific advice I got from Steve Jobs when I asked him at uh, All Things Digital at the Four Seasons Hotel with Eben Pagan, past guest. Yeah. He and I were sitting together, and it was a rock star moment. He's sitting on stage with Bill Gates. They hadn't hung out for many years. They're bitter enemies, and they're on stage, and a couple of us got to ask uh, some questions, and Eben and I kind of turned to each other. I said, you know, he he had paid for my ticket, by the way. I was partners with him, and and he had paid for my ticket. I said, you want to do it, or am I going to do it, Eben? He said, ah, go for it, Rob. So uh, we had to be fast, by the way. People were ready to, you know, there was only a handful of yeah. questions to answer. And so basically my question was, and you, you'll love this. I said, hey, Bill and Steve, you know, I'm sitting here with my buddy Eben. We're entrepreneurs. What's the best entrepreneurial advice you can give us? And they said a bunch of things. Um, Steve was a lot more articulate about this. But the, the second um, advice I've got for you, which is what Steve shared that day with us, is you got to be a good talent scout. So number two is you just got to be a good talent scout because you can't grow this yourself. That's a solopreneur. You could be a one-man show, one-gal show. But if you're going to grow and scale your business, you got to be a talent scout. So sales, number one, good seller. Number two is talent scout. And then finally is number three is what I call the flywheel. You got to have a secret sauce business model to your business. You don't have to know immediately because if you're passionate about it already and you start to explore it, you'll find it. But just like you, John, I haven't explored yours fully, but you've got something or you wouldn't be, you know, most (laughs) successful entrepreneurial podcast. I I hadn't heard of you. And then Christine Kreiner on our team said, you got to go look this up. It's the number one podcast for entrepreneurs. And I looked it up. I was hooked. And that's a flywheel. Because you already did something where you didn't even have to sell me directly. Someone else did it for you. How's that for sales? Love it. Now, for all I know, maybe you weren't even a good salesperson, but your story <laughs> was so good and your product was so good that it worked. And that meant to me you had a flywheel going. Everything was clicking and it was taking off. And to me, that's uh, number three. So selling, um, be a good talent scout, and then have your secret sauce flywheel. Wow. Love that. And Fire Nation, we could literally stop this interview now with all those value bombs that have just been dropped. I mean, sales, talent scout, flywheel, 
take a step back. Like, take a deep breath, Fire Nation. Like, what do you have in your business that's working with those three things? What do you have that's not? And you can figure out some things to work on. And maybe when you know what's working, pour some igniter fluid on that. Now, Rob, you have quite the journey. I mean, being on stage with Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Evan Pagan's a dear friend of yours. I mean, the list goes on. Sounds like you've led a pretty blessed life, and I'm sure in a lot of ways you have, but that doesn't mean you haven't had your struggles too. So take us, take Fire Nation to your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Rob, tell us that story. Sure thing. I was running I was running a business called Express Doctors. We had an idea for uh, folks who are traveling from overseas coming to the U.S. If they get sick, it's kind of tricky when you've got, you know um, – uh, how to get covered healthcare-wise when you're in the States if you're coming from overseas. And so um, I met a couple and we got into business together and and formed Express Doctors. And so it's basically a house call doctor. You know, um, someone's in Vegas visiting from London or Russia, wherever they're coming from. They get sick. Instead of going to the emergency room, they can have a doctor go right to them. So anyway, I was CEO. I was running the business. And eventually I, I realized, I don't know what the heck I'm doing on, on – I had no healthcare background I was passionate about starting a business, but I really didn't know the domain. So I found a guy who uh, I thought would be a lot better as a CEO. And I went, recruited him, got to be a good talent scout, um, brought him in, and then uh, you know started to tell tell some of our partners, investors, and, and friends and stuff like that about the change. And boy, this one guy, our biggest investor at Express Doctors, he just – he called me up before I told him, and he ripped into me. Mm for not giving him the news first. He was the biggest investor. And he said, I shouldn't have to hear this from someone else, Rob. Some other guy called him, like another investor. And, you know, I just waited too long. And he said something to me that really has stuck with me because it's kind of, it's going to sound weird and counterintuitive. He said, Rob, bad news is good news. And always over-communicate it. You know, over-communicate uh, information, and you'll be in good shape, especially if you're an authentic, you know, good, honest person. And I'll tell you, I had I, – John, I had nightmares, like Soprano style with Tony Soprano, <laughs> like cutting off my head. That's how it – that's how like uh, – intimidating this guy was. And that was um, that was really my worst moment. It was the biggest mistake I made where someone called me out and really uh, reprimanded me. Now, can you kind of expound on that though? What does that mean that even bad news is good news or bad news is good news? You know, over communicate. Like if you ever are thinking, should I tell someone this? Tell them for chances are. Now you might have to frame it, script it, which I do a lot of, boy, especially if you're, if you're dealing with <laughs> if you're dealing with delicate news and information, I script everything out. You're laying off someone, you better script it out. That's why, by the way, guys, you know, like Trump laying someone off with a letter, it's like, come on, buddy, bring them into your office. Have a high bandwidth conversation. <laughs> That's my other tip, by the way, with communication. The more sensitive, go higher bandwidth. In person's the best. You know, um, don't uh, don't don't do a email, mm. uh, phone calls, maybe your video chats next best. But, you know, don't write a letter when the guy's down the hall from you. So um, over communicate. Even bad news can be good news is the point this guy's making. And, you know, it sucked at the time. I remember the quote. And I use it all the time. Yeah, over communicate, Fire Nation. I mean, you just have to share the knowledge, whether it's good or bad. It's got to get out there. And I'm a huge fan of that, a huge believer in that. And Rob, you're such a good storyteller. So I want you to kind of take the essence of the last story where you really took us there and 
shift it into one of your greatest ideas that you've had to date, one of your aha moments. And take us to that moment in time, Rob, that you had that aha moment, and then kind of walk us through how you turned that idea into success. Well, you know, I was thinking about this because I, you know, I know you ask some of the same questions yeah. of your guests, and I couldn't help but uh, think a little bit as I was listening to some of your interviews. And I've got a strange one. It isn't the biggest win ever, and, and I've had lots of uh, a handful of aha moments. Fortunate enough to have a few. I had one where I saw the internet when it first was coming on board. I was lucky to have a front row seat. I was writing for tech magazines. So our readers told us the internet's going to be big. And I decided I'm just going to go for it. I launched, uh, I, I left my company and said, you know, I love music, so I'm just going to launch a music website. So I launched a business called Mojam. It's concerts, like a TV guide for concerts. You could look up who's playing where. Super cool. And then I found a guy who's doing a better job. So I traveled upstate New York and talked him and his partner into selling their business uh, to us. I had a few shareholders with me, a few investors. We had nothing. They already had a website up, different name and some traction, and, but I sold them on the vision and I believed it. I was into it. I was going to make this much bigger than the two of them could do on their own. I was super confident about it. They were a little bit on the technical side, not as, as experienced in sales and marketing. So acquired that company, all stock, got two great people, got some great intellectual property, a website. Part of that got a domain name. Mm. And I remember a, a valuable one, a couple of them actually. And I remember a year later, we needed a little extra money to float the company. And I went to sell that name, uh, calendar.com. That was the name. And I went to go sell that um, instead of raising money from investors, a little easier to just go sell, yeah. sell the thing. So I found a buyer, $300,000. And I didn't even, so then the guy says, okay, you need to fax me your wire instructions and some other forms and stuff, banking info. And I didn't have a fax. You know, we weren't that big a company or anything. I had to go down to this local P.O. box. You know, those P.O. box type. Yeah, stores. totally. And I went down there and there was a guy I remember. I asked him where he's from. He's from Pakistan. His family business. <laughs> nice. You know, and they had a fax machine he was smoking a cigarette and some P.O. boxes uh, off. It was in an edgy neighborhood in the Mission District, San Francisco. And I remember handing him a piece of paper saying, can you fax this? And it has, you know, $300,000 on it <laughs> with our routing information. And I'm just hoping this guy doesn't look at it because I didn't know if I'd make it out of that neighborhood. Right. You know? He and, makes one phone call and you're like, why is all the people in here right now? <laughs> you no, know, so he just, he takes the piece of paper from me, the form with the 300K on it. He looks me in the eye, takes a drag of his cigarette I'll never forget, he just slips into the fax machine without even looking at the fax machine. He has been doing this all day, and he just sent it out. And, you know, We got the money wired in later, and it wasn't the biggest deal we ever did, but I said, boy, acquired a company for all stock, and suddenly there's $300,000 in our bank account, cash. What a wonderful world. Wonderful world that we live in, Fire Nation. Now, Rob, speaking of a wonderful world, let's fast forward to today in this world that we live in right now. What are you most fired up about? Like, what gets you super excited when you jump out of bed in the morning? Easy. OnGig.com, O-N-G-I-G. So we're reinventing the job ad, as you mentioned earlier. In effect, you know, hundreds of years ago, they had the help wanted ad on, yeah. in newspapers. That's how employers would post jobs. And then the internet came along and really the employers just slapped these jobs onto the internet, a bunch of text and, you know, we need a software programmer now. And 
uh, .NET developer, whatever it is, here's the responsibilities. So we looked at that and said, Boy, a hire is, again, talent scout, Steve Jobs. He only gave two tips to me and Evan that day. One was be a talent scout. Attra- attracting talent is tough. And so when I looked at this job ad that hadn't been reconsidered since it was slapped on the internet back in the early 90s, I said, we can do better than this. So what we did was we allow employers to add video, pictures, what it's like to work at the company, the culture, chat, the recruiter or the hiring manager and the, and the candidate can chat on the page, on the job ad, live. It's like it brings the job ad to life. Um, there's all sorts of other bells and whistles to it. And we're reinventing the job ad with OnGig. And you mentioned Evan Pagan. I was fortunate enough that he invested. Uh, another great personal development coach, uh, Ramit Sethi, one of my favorites out there. Um, I will teach you to be rich, I think, if I got that right. His that book. is right. Past guests of your fire as well. Look, man, is there anyone? Who haven't I interviewed? Well, unfortunately, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates are not on my interview list. (laughs) I'll send you my notes. I'll share my notes. Yes. But very blessed that Ramit and Edmund, two of my favorite, smartest business people around, both invested in OnGig. And um, uh, we're raising, we're we're taking one new investor, by the way, John. Whoa, hey, send me the prospect sheet. No (laughs) joke, brother. You know, let's do this. And uh, we're super psyched about OnGig. We think of a a job opportunity. It should be a Super Bowl ad. Wow. Every job is a million dollar transaction, I like to say. It's worth a million. If you get the right person, you're going to pay them a million dollars over the years. Yeah. And And did you know that the best hire out of, the next 100 hires, if you're a big Fortune 500 type company, the, the next best hire out of, of your 100 is worth to your company on average $32 million a year. Sheesh. If Come you on. get the superstar. $32 Sheesh. million, one out of 100, and all you need to do is get that one out of 100. Right. You're pretty much set. That's how big a hire it is. So we can do better than just text slapped onto the internet. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Well, good stuff. I'm really excited for you. And uh, we're going to talk post-interview, Rob, because uh, if Eben and Ramit are in, um, I'm interested. I'm actually going to be going on a vacation with Ramit coming up here at the end of July. We are going to Guatemala because we're both big contributors to Pencils of Promise. And actually... Myself here at EO Fire, we built three schools um, with you, Fire Nation, with your support, anybody that bought up Freedom Journal. And so we're built three schools in developing countries, one of them being in Guatemala. So myself and Ramit heading down to Guatemala in July. Man, which we got more in common even than I thought. <laughs> oh, That's for great sure, to hear brother. We say hi to him. Fire Nation, you think Raw's been dropping value bombs. Um, you're right. And more are coming in the lightning round. So stick around. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, did you know that Kate and I have created four unbelievably valuable free courses for you? There is Funnel on Fire, where you can learn how to create a funnel that converts, free goals course so that you can learn how to accomplish meaningful goals in eight days, and of course, free podcast course and free webinar course where you can learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast and create webinars that convert. Visit eofire.com slash now to learn more about these free courses and sign up today. eofire.com slash now. Fire Nation, my three greatest strengths are productivity, discipline, and focus. And it took me four years to master these skills. And they are the reason that I've been able to build EO Fire into a multi-million dollar a year business. Good news, 
I've created a step-by-step guide for you to master these three skills as well in 100 days. It's called The Mastery Journal. Master productivity, discipline, and focus in 100 days. To learn more and begin your journey of mastering these skills, visit themasteryjournal.com. Rob, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Nothing. My dad just conditioned me to, you know, I like to call being an entrepreneur, it's like the campsite rule, you know, they teach you when you go camping first, at least good people, if you're hanging around with them, (laughs) they say, you know, leave the campground as you found it, right? I like to think as being a good entrepreneur, just a tweak on that, leave the world not only as you found it, leave it better. And you've talked about this, I've heard this, a couple of your guests. And so, you know, I, my dad wired me to want to create and and build something. And I was fortunate in that to love business. And that's what you're doing. You're creating value, making this world better. And uh, that's what all your guests are doing, what you're doing, Ramit and Eben, all these great people. Um, So nothing was, I, I felt propelled into this world. What is the best advice you've ever received? You know, it's a quote. Uh, I didn't receive it directly, but um, I heard it from one of my favorite bands, The Grateful Dead. And they said, we're not the best at what we do. We're the only ones that do what we do. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that quote because I think in this world where we're exploding in numbers and websites and just population and and literally anyone could do anything and solve any problem at this point, it's just endless, that you really got to specialize and you got to be unique and you got to be yourself. And, uh, you know, Grateful Dead also were famous. Jerry Garcia, my one of my big uh, heroes, said, um, you know, we're kind of like licorice. Not everyone likes licorice, but those who re- <laughs> like licorice, they really like licorice. And so, you know, be unique. You know, focus on your unique ability. You know, I look back to 2012 when I launched EO Fire, this podcast, and I was not the best podcaster by a long shot. But guess what? I was the only daily podcast interviewing successful entrepreneurs. That's it. There, if you wanted a daily show, and obviously a lot of people did, that was your only stop. I was the one stop. So what is it that you, Fire Nation, are going to be the only at? Crush it. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success, Rob? You know, I work at it every day, and I'm still working for that perfect day. Lou Reed's got that great song, Perfect Day, Drinking Sangria in the Park, a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> course he's also got a song called heroin so you know it's not all <laughs> right positive um but my perfect day i try to focus on every day and you know i decided one simple way to look at it is just bookend it which is you got to wake up feeling good right if if i can wake up feeling good and then if i could fall asleep feeling good that is a perfect day and so there's a lot that goes in between but I'll tell you, you just go, just just invest some time into making sure you fall asleep feeling good, which means not too much caffeine, not too much meds, drugs, alcohol, any of that stuff, and then get a good rest and wake up feeling good. To wake up feeling good, you got to make sure you're doing something good in life. You got to um, have uh, be taking care of your body and everything else. So. At times when I don't have a lot of time to write down my goals, um, sometimes I just write that down. I say, you know, um, fall asleep feeling good, wake up feeling good. Can you give us an internet resource like Evernote that you really like? You know, it's funny. This is a little bit old school and, and inside baseball maybe, but I am obsessed with looking up the keywords that people are searching on on the oh, internet. Yeah. 
So I happen to use SEO book, the keyword tool. It's free. You just register for it. And I look at what people are searching on because those are the problems to solve yeah. in this world. So it's right there and it's, it's free. Right there. Google what a Trends, SEO book. Yeah. I mean, these are just great tools to see what's trending in this world. What's happening? What questions are people asking? Why not provide the solution for them? And Rob, you know, to join your book, An Enlightened Entrepreneur, on our bookshelves, what would be another book that you'd recommend? You know, my favorite number one business book, and if you if you look up Rob Kelly Entrepreneur, Rob Kelly's favorite business books, you'll see about 20, but on the <laughs> internet. I've got the number one, if I had to pick it, is a book not a lot of people talk about. It's called Poor Charlie's Almanac by, by Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's right-hand man. And I really, even though my dad... Uh, taught me to study Buffettisms back when I get my butt kicked in high school and, and middle school. Um, his partner, Charlie Munger, is even a bigger hero of mine because Charlie's – Warren was just focused on being the best investor in the world, and he won. Um, his partner, Charlie Munger, had a little more balanced of a life, still a multi-billionaire, a um, little bit better of a family life a little more philanthropic early on. I like Charlie's style. He wrote this book, Poor Charlie's Almanac. And if you like business, I love business. This book, you know, is just beautiful stories teaching you principles and mental models in business with wonderful illustrations and big brands like Coke and Disney and others to illustrate and, and teach you how to excel at business. Well, I'll tell you, if Charlie would be a little more philanthropic and turn that $57 beautiful hardcover, which is the only way that you can get it, <laughs> into a $9 Kindle book. Um, you put it up? He'd make a lot of people happy. You know, I'm saying, hey, I listen, I bought the book. I love it. I'm a huge Buffett, Munger fan. So I have the book. I love it. It's literally like a, a coffee table book for me. It's right there. Um, I just know that, you know, a lot of people stay away from it because of the price tag, which I just wish was again, I think it's just making it on Kindle or maybe even like an audiobook. Like you should let, let the people know, Rob, I'm willing to just go ahead and create the audiobook of poor Charlie's Almanac and just, they can keep all of the funds, all the money and just put it out there and, and let's, let's get this out to the world because it's such a great book. It's such a great message. And Fire Nation, I, I know that a $57 book isn't in some of your budgets, so uh, we're working on it for you because it's amazing. And Rob, let's end today on fire, my man, with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. You know, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, look me up there. And then ongig.com is what I'm working on right now. And, uh, you know, just find me any of those ways. My email is rob at ongig.com. Shoot me an email to say hello. Um, might have to have my assistant filter through it, but... I will get back to you if it's something, if you can share something uniquely awesome that you're working on, um, happy to help best I can. Or, or just in the subject line, put, I heard you on EO Fire. That's all you need yes, to do, Fire Nation. do that. I will look at that. <laughs> I'll filter it using Gmail and that thing will have a nice purple color to it. Oh, uh, yeah. How about orange? What about orange? That's on sure. brand. Oh, you know what? Shame on me. Orange for on fire. <laughs> see if they can do a two-tone orange and yellow and really... <laughs> Pocket. You've got now one of the best looking websites, by the way, around. Thank you. I work hard on that. You know, I use heat maps. So, I mean, it's a converting website, too, because I'm always testing what people are doing on the websites, because that's key. You know, I, I have some certain calls to action. Everything's a funnel in my business. That's why we generate seven figures of revenue every year. And Fire Nation, 
You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with RK and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Rob in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links, transcripts galore. And of course, head directly to ongig.com to see what they have going on. It's a cool website, and I'm going to dive more into that as well after this interview. And email rob at ongig, that's O-N-G-I-G dot com, with a subject line, I heard you on EO Fire, and uh, it'll have a nice little orange and maybe even two-tone yellow flame on there. And Rob, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Keep crushing it, John. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Rob today. And if you're ready to turn website visitors into leads and customers, check out fireup.co. It is amazing. It is free. What are you waiting for? I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.